A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. And hello, welcome to the COV on this April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. No, no fooling the market, really. Um, although it was looking for direction today, essentially. Annette, sorry, I'm here with Annette. I'm Andrew. <laughs> Should have introduced ourselves from the top. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a, a Friday. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, Friday. It's, means a long, it's always a long week, yeah, isn't it? Long, long week for everyone. Budget, of course, made it for a long week for all. But yeah, I was on uh, earlier today, not as early as you, Andrew. But when the market was opening, it just sank and sort of stayed there. It was down about half a percent for a while where the only green I saw on my screen were resources, of course, what the world needs and what Australia has. And then over the course of the day, just a few bits and pieces chipping away. Yeah, but we shouldn't be too, um, I guess, disappointed by where particularly the local market has been because, of course, we are having just wrapped up the first quarter there uh, of the year, of the calendar year, Um and the Australian market did pretty well, actually. It was up uh, around 6.5%, uh, obviously led by the, the heavyweights, uh, materials and and financials. We know what's happening with materials, obviously driven by those uh, commodity prices. But um, And, you know, as a result, I guess also overseas, we saw some of that rebalancing in portfolios, given it is the end of the end of the quarter. Uh, but, uh, you know, in comparison, the, like the S&P down 5% for that quarter, the Dow, a similar amount, 9%. For the Nasdaq, yeah, it sure did. I think, uh, and a couple of the Thebes peeking through this week, I have to say, and today as well, is you know all the tech has been thrown out because all we talked about before this jump in in bond yields was oh well, if bond yields jump, you just you know exit when it comes to growth stocks, and now so even the good quality is uh, is getting thrown out with the bathwater. So it's certainly providing an interesting opportunity for investors. And I was just starting to put together the market wrap, Andrew, and it seems like lithium has risen to the top today. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of that story is what's going on in the States at the moment with President Biden wanting to secure those battery metals, uh, obviously because of concern about you know sourcing it from, uh, from China and elsewhere, and that's seen clearly as benefiting some of those uh, Australian stocks, particularly those exposed Indeed. in the States. Right at the top, I saw um, Allchem, which I'm still not sure how to pronounce, but the old Oricobra. All chemicals, really. Yeah, all yeah. chemicals. Yeah. So Allchem, the old Oricobra. Uh, top of the pops, it put out literally, Andrew, like a three-paragraph statement. I was looking for page two. There wasn't one. And uh, basically a massive upgrade to the prices for its products and that's certainly right across the board. I mean, remember when iron ore was back under 100 and we're like, oh, it's all over. Mm. And then, you know, talking to someone like Carl Kapalinga who, you know, he just presents the charts and he gave us an iron ore special today which is uh, in in the show notes and we always have fun on a Friday at 11 o'clock and it was just bullish all round. So the iron ore price and all the major names, uh, he runs through them all. Yeah, so it's 
part of the reason, of course, why materials finished in the green, along with energy, which was perhaps a bit of a surprise given what happened to oil. And once again, we go back to the States with uh, President Biden. Uh, now drawing on the strategic, the yeah, the strategic <laughs> reserves. So a million barrels a day. I guess the question of how they're going to get that into the market and what effect it's going to have. Yeah, well, this we spoke. This uh, occurred in our time uh, yesterday afternoon, and we had a couple of experts on saying, you know, releasing oil reserves is a bit like you know being on a two-day juice diet you know (laughs) it's a bit of a temporary fix but you sort of need to have slightly more longer term uh plans in place so what i what i skimmed through today was some of the brokers have actually re-rated santos and woodside so that also helped boost their stock price as well yeah uh, further in the energy space obviously i mean you mentioned woodside there as exposure as far as lng we know what's going on there uh given uh well, it's a pretty much an ultimatum, I guess, that uh, that uh, Russia's President Putin is uh, given to Europe. Pay in rubles yeah. or else. Yeah, and in the, in a market that is totally illiquid and dysfunctional and with 100% counterparty risk right now, uh, FX 101, <laughs> you don't touch it. Yeah. And this is the same president who tried to bring back the gold standard and say, hey, let's just attach the ruble to the price of gold. He's certainly struggling there depending on... What you read and who you speak to, um, yeah, unfortunately, Bruce Walby couldn't make it this week. Otherwise, it would have been a helpful update on what's going there. Also, uh, interesting that um, uranium stocks are moving at the moment. Um, Paladin uh, was up around 4%. Yeah. In fact, uh, you spoke with Deep the Yellow, other one. I spoke uh, with John Warshoff. In fact, I he, did. <laughs> he, he found a Paladin in there. Now he's, got, he's gone to, to yeah, Deep Yellow. That's but, exactly uh, right. So it's, it is a uranium spot. So on, on small caps today, yes, I did speak to John X Paladin. Now uh, Deep Yellow, and they've just overtaken uh, Sats with v, Vimy, Vimy Resources. And so I said, that, you know, a bit of a standard question. So what are the benefits of this merger? And he basically said, let's take a step back. We've done nothing since Fukushima. And we need to get our act together. Apparently, France is building six new nuclear plants and uranium is back in the mix after being dormant for so long. So John was basically saying we need to get our act together. And another reason why Paladin was up, they just did a 200 mil uh, cap raise to restart their mine, which John first opened uh, in Namibia as well. So it does. It just seems that everyone is looking to secure energy security, which is what this all boils down to. All right, you mentioned cap raise. Well, that's what Domain are doing at the moment, 180 million. Mm. It's our stock of the day because it's uh, snapped up the real estate campaign management company Realbase for close to 230 million. So look, we got our uh, our experts on today, Luke Winchester from Mary the Capital and uh, Claude Walker from A Rich Life to uh, take a good look at Domain. Interesting environment, of course, given real estate, what's happening with that. And we'll get to that in just a moment as far as the latest numbers are concerned. But let's have a listen to what Claude and Luke think of Domain. When it actually comes to Domain, you know, I think it's a, it's a great quality company. And what I like about it in the current environment is that, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, a business that can put up its prices continually is going to do better in the long term. So for that reason, I'd say, you know, domain is probably a hold or a buy. Personally, I think REA Group is the is the better of the two, um, just based on past growth rates and the current multiple of earnings. I don't think this is a winner-takes-all space. If you look around the world at, at property platforms in different geographies, 
it usually plays out the way it's played out here, which is a 70-30, 80-20 split. You always have that second platform nibbling at the heels. I think Domain just continues to do that. It'll, it'll grow with, with property prices and, and general growth of the economy. Um, it's not massively expensive, so I, I would say it's a hold. And, and this acquisition, I, I think Realbase looks really interesting. Good, it's a, it's a very good business, no doubt about that. Sorry, what, what's the bottom line? Because we actually it dropped, and we had Jason Pellegrino on within minutes talking through this deal as well. So, what do the experts think? Well, um, they say not at the moment. They said it's not a bad deal, but uh, essentially they prefer REA Group. Oh, is that right? Oh, well, REA was down today. I didn't see how Domain closed. But, yeah, this deal gives them 50% of the market. It's a you know, end-to-end helping people sell houses. But it, let's face it, we've spoken to that to Domain REA before. Mm. It doesn't matter. As long as you're going up or down, as long as there's listings, the, the price is not as relevant yeah, well, as activity. Yeah. So as long as there's activity and churn, they will continue to do well. Well, okay, let's go there because we did have some more figures out today just as far as what's going on with uh, both house prices and also housing finance We did in Australia. And it's actually uh, this, uh, this downturn, if you like, it's sort of um, maybe accelerated quicker than most people had expected. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, so both Melbourne and Sydney eased back. This is in the month uh, of March. But I have to say, Andrew, regional was up 1.7 in the month. So we're still seeing those regionals power ahead. But yeah, a bit more of a rebalance. But let's face it, falling by 0.1% still leaves you with nosebleed levels. Uh, so yes, house prices are cooling. Vendors are having to accept lower uh, prices, but it's been pretty lofty. And the other data we got today was an absolute collapse in home loans. But uh, luckily, we had Pete Wardrant from buyersbuyers.com.au said, look, after November, December, January, we're absolutely shot the lights out. We can't be too surprised that we get a fall uh, in February. And let me continue on that theme just for one second. Uh, we announced a couple of weeks ago, RBA Deputy Governor Guy Bell is heading over to FFI, which is, of course, the green arm of Fortescue and uh, they announced the deputy governor today. The deputy governor is Michelle Bullock and of course the first thing you do is what's her background, long-standing RBA uh, top performer there and her, she, her experience is in financial stability. So we're all saying this might come in handy because a lot of people have been brought into the market. The budget this week wants even more first homeowners to pile in. So I think with rising interest rates, debt to income rising uh, and a lot of first homeowners, financial stability on the board will be very, very good, very timely. All right. And of course, what's been about six decades, the RBA has been around. So it's taken a while for a woman to, <laughs> 62 years climb to, to the be number precise. two position. Yes, <laughs> yes. Long overdue. There's a lot more further down the ranks, but it, it, yeah. you know, the RBA moves at a glacial pace, but at least that's a box ticked. All right, look, we also took a good look at crypto today as well with uh, Tony Sycamore from uh, City Index. Uh, we were planning to do this every month, really, just to see where, where the, the coins are, particularly from a technical point of view. And uh, look, Tony pointing out it's all about the 200-day moving average, very much a, a risk-off market. So Bitcoin essentially stalling um, mm. at that point. It's sort of sitting below you know, 45,000. Um, that's uh, essentially where it's uh, stalled. But we also took a good look at... Um, at the number two, Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, Terra Luna, 
you know, the question remaining whether we're in a crypto winter. And he said, well, you still got that, that tight correlation with equities at this point. So, uh, look, he's still not seeing a breakout at this point. Hmm. Um, Given how volatile the moves are, I mean, obviously that's why you do a, a 200-day moving average. But uh, it's, it's interesting. Technicals are technicals, right? Because hmm. Carl Kapalinga is macro, micro, crypto. And he said last week, you know, take a nibble at Bitcoin, it looks like it's picking up. Yep. But it's a funny old creature, isn't it? Like up and down multiple thousands of dollars and we talk to the bond market guys and they get excited about a 10 basis point move. So it's all relative, isn't it? <laughs> it is all relative. You've got to bear that in mind. And perhaps uh, unless you're a trader, you've just got to sit there for the longer term, I guess, because yes. we keep getting news just about uh, the use cases for uh, a lot of these uh, platforms and um, the tokens involved with that. And it, uh, it's confusing because I think at last count, there's some 18,000 coins out there. So oh, goodness. Take your pick. So, Annette, um, what can we look forward to next week then on the macro front? Uh, well, it's RBA time, speaking of yep. of RBA. So it's interesting. We really did think this would be what we call in finance world mark to market. So you hit F9 and move on. But increasingly, number of people, even people particularly today, said that this could be the start of the hawkish, hawkish turn. So uh, we're certainly lining up a few guests. I think we've got Matthew Peter from QIC going to be reading the headlines hot off the press. If there's a hawkish turn, it's certainly going to change the dynamic because all this patience clearly has come to an end. Yeah. All right. Well, we set ourselves up for that next week. In the meantime, enjoy your weekend. If you're on the East Coast, stay, stay dry. dry. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might thaw out on Sunday, but, you know. Let's let's see. <laughs> All right, Annette, have a good one. You too. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.